0: Game over man.
1: It's game over. Hey, hi, hello, how are you? And welcome back to Watch Again. I'm your host, Jacob, and with me as always is Nick and Cat Punch the light <laughs> as <laughs> I'm just doing that. that lip. Whoops. <laughs> 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 uh, well so this week we are doing Alien slash aliens. So Alien nineteen seventy-nine and aliens in nineteen eighty-six. So this was Nick's choice last week. So since mm-hmm. Nick picked, do you want to tell us what Alien is?
0: Alien is the story of a crew of space cargo carriers on their way back to Earth when they receive a distress signal on a planet unknown. And part of their contract for the company works for says that they have to go check it out. So they go check it out and something weird happens to one of the crew members.
1: Bum, bum, bum. So, it's um, an alien. yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> no, really. <laughs> so, um, this one is directed by Ridley Scott mm. and screen, uh, well, written by Ronald Shusett and Dan O'Bannon. Um, there's a couple things like this movie had that it was one, it was kind of a first of its kind.
2: Oh, 100%. Um,
1: if it wasn't for Star Wars, this movie never would have been made.
3: Mm.
1: So there was a lot of time it was bouncing between producers and various different people were attached to it, but the script never really got anywhere and eventually went to Brandywine Productions, which had ties to 20th Century Fox. Um, There was new rewrites, new treatment, um, and eventually star wars came out and it just burst through the box office so every studio in town rushed to get anything remotely sci-fi into theaters so it was greenlit and off we went and it kind of it's kind of it's the one that started this sci-fi horror alien in a confined space Mm.
2: But it's brilliant. Yeah. It's so, so
1: good. And so many movies. Like, so many have done it since. Mm. Some have done it better, and some are just the worst sort of cliche thing. Some in the same series. Yeah, some in the same. (laughs) I might argue. Some in the same series have done it so much worse. (laughs) But you can also ask me that one in the same series has done it a whole lot better. Mm. And that's Aliens, which we'll talk about as well. But I suppose, yeah, you kind of go Alien really good, Aliens even better.
2: Oh, see, look, I'm not... See,
1: I uh, like I, Aliens really? more.
2: Really? I like Alien the best. Yeah? Yeah. See, I
1: like Aliens because it just expands. So Alien kind of introduces you to all these premises and characters. Mm. True. You know, and you meet Ripley. And then in Aliens, it kind of just expands on everything. And there's more, like, you know... You, it's more like a... It becomes more of an action movie rather than a horror.
3: Yeah.
2: I think that's why I like Alien yeah. better. Because it's true to that genre.
1: And then you get Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. I, I haven't
0: seen any of Alien 3 except for the um, green-screened Alien. Like... <laughs> I haven't seen like, Alien Like, running 3 down ever. that hallway. There's a... Uh, it's 3, right? Where that So... There's just a corridor with an alien running down it, and you can just see the green screen outline. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then uh. obviously, so we had Alien 1979, Aliens 1986, Alien 3 was 92, and Alien Resurrection was 97. Fast forward 15 years to Prometheus, mm-hmm. and Ridley Scott makes his return to the Alien series. So the first time since Alien, Ridley Scott comes back and directed Prometheus. And then in 2017, we had Alien Covenant. There's still plans in place to finish that trilogy. There's no release date. There's no title. It's just up in the air of what's going to be the third. But at the same time, Neil Blomkamp is also attached to direct Alien 5.
0: Is that still a thing? Is that yeah. like... Because I heard they were going to like just days of future past it but I think after like, you bought out something and then it just kind of fizzled, didn't it? Because I, I remember hearing about that years ago, like before... Yeah, 2015 Before, was before um, Covenant came out. Oh, they've been
2: talking about it. For May 2017,
1: yeah. it was officially yeah. cancelled in favour of the third film in Scott's prequel series.
0: Oh, you... <laughs> I, uh, I mean that might be better. I don't know. I've only seen. Calvin but
1: it. in October twenty eighteen, Weaver stated that James Cameron wanted it to be produced, and in February twenty nineteen, Cameron stated that he was working on reviving the project. Cool. So it's still okay, you know, a possibility. Okay. So I think I've always loved this film, and it's always been a film series that I've film series that I've really enjoyed, and. In saying that like Prometheus and Alien Covenant to me are both really good films that expand upon because like, 'cause they're like a prequel like mm. that expand upon the ideas that lead towards this. What's wrong? Have your headphones, headphones gone. Yeah. Oh my god, stop touching your headphones. Is that That's better? An accident. Nah. Oh my god, Nick. Is that better? No, yes. Okay, good, thanks. Um so <laughs> <Now> don't move. <laughs> in this Um, we have our team of well. What do you mean? It's a cargo ship, essentially. Oh, yeah. They're 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 like interstellar truckers. So it's the Nostromo, um, a commercial towing vehicle. There's a crew of seven. Their cargo is refinery processing 20 uh, million tonnes of mineral ore, and they're returning to Earth. So they're awoken from hypersleep halfway home due to a strange signal being picked up from a planet, as Nick said before. When arriving on the planet, they find... Erect alien ship on that alien ship there's a weird room with a pool and there's a weird kind of light and it's a really cool effect because it's just a it's fog so machine fun. with like, a laser put through it to create like this kind of just level of like kind of this. what would you call it like in terms of I don't know yeah it's just, it's it's just, just a this cool light effect, effect. in Khan, played by um, the late John Hurt, is investigating it and kind of slips in and he's walking through it and this alien egg opens and I
0: hate this. I hate that. Like, I know. So many people have done it in aliens, but I hate. Why would you just look? I know. Like, <laughs> why would?
1: Why are you put an alien egg opens up like that? And like, oh, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna put my face directly above it do that and look that over down.
0: Most plants here, <laughs> like. yeah.
1: Like, oh, yeah. If it opened up like that, I'm going. I'm walking away <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> no, I be like, no, nah, this is a trap. So he gets this the thing face like, jumps hu- jumps yeah, out. yeah, and at attaches to his face. And wrap, like the you know little tail sort of wraps around his neck, and it's you know as we now know it as the face hugger. But at this point, you know, it's the first movement. This thing's kind of just attached to his neck. and You're like, what the hell's about to happen? Like. Mm-hmm. And they can't get... He gets taken back to the ship and they can't get it off. Because it kind of starts choking him and like... There's. It's
2: so... Oh, honestly, I find this creature more scary than the alien.
0: Oh, oh yeah. It's way more interesting too. Like, I, like... Because yeah. yeah. I'm,
2: like, absolutely terrified of spiders. Like, anyone who knows me knows how shit-scared I am and the art, like I couldn't look mm. at I like held my hand up to the screen when it was on it because oh it just
1: uh oh, yeah it, it's and it's such it's an it's so gross interesting concept to include this sort of creature mm. in the life cycle of the alien or of the xenomorph and so yeah so it mm. eventually just drops off
2: oh they try to cut it first yeah. and it has acid blood yeah and it like leaks through the ship and like down through however many levels
1: And so, yeah, so it eventually just drops off and Khan seems fine.
3: They're
1: like, oh, yeah, cool. And then they're all having dinner and he starts kind of
3: choking.
2: choking.
1: And then he's in a lot of pain and he's kind of thrashing about. They're trying to hold him down. And then there's this massive just blood explosion from his chest and the little tiny alien bursts out.
2: This is probably one of the most iconic scenes in oh, movie ever. history.
1: And I read a thing about it when they were filming it. The the cast was told what was going to happen. So they knew that it was going to like you know it was going the puppet was going to burst out. Mm-hmm. It was going But they weren't told how graphic it was going to be. Well, so none of them were prepared for the amount of blood splatter <laughs> that happened. So um to name yeah. Veronica Cartwright who plays Lambert when she gets covered in the blood it's a genuine shock reaction because yeah. she wasn't they weren't told there was going to be that much blood splat so it's kind of like oh like oh <laughs> she, like I like you're that suddenly note. covered in you know well fake blood like you know and it I think that's really good yeah you know, so because you can't surprise someone with that coming out of someone but you can mm. surprise them with a level of gore yeah and I think that's a really, like, smart little, yeah. you know, thing of, like, that genuine reaction. Even though you know what's about to happen, you're still surprised by the level of what it happens at. Mm. And obviously the alien kind of scurries off and... Yeah. ...grows really big. Really, really fast. Really <laughs> fast. That's one thing about these movies. Like, the, so see, there's... The queen lays an egg, which we don't find out, obviously, until mm. Aliens... The egg then hatches the face hugger. The face hugger attaches to a person or a host, implants the embryo into the chest cavity, which then bursts out, giving birth to the baby xenomorph, which then explodes into like a seven foot alien, extremely quickly. Like it kind of runs off, and then the next time you see it, it's this huge. Yeah. And it's like that is a quick like. I just want to watch.
2: That's a quick life cycle. I kind of want to just want to watch
1: it. Just go. Yeah. yeah. Imagine the spe- Imagine <laughs> yeah. watching that grow. Like, you'd be like, oh, Lord. Like, just growing huge.
2: Over the course of, like, a day. Not
1: even that. Like, and this <laughs> it's, like, a hours. few hours. Yeah, yeah, true. Which is just an insane. And it's not even, like, it's a few hours of not eating or anything. Mm. Like, it's just boom. And then once it's big, it's like, all right, it's time to kill everyone on the shit. Yeah. And the, it's got like the little extender mouth. Mm. Yeah. That's so creepy because, like, it kind of like it's in your face and it goes boof. And, like, a little bit just like comes out and it's. The Ugh. double jaw. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. So, yeah, it has obviously a razor sharp tail that it kind of swings around and.
2: Knocks about. Yeah.
1: And then, like, yeah, obviously it obviously has acid blood, the extending mouth. So, it's a very unique sort of creature that they designed. Like, the Xenomorph was this new, and it was meant to be. Like, Unlike it is anything. a monster in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and it's done so well. Like, the tension's built. You don't see it that much until the final confrontation with Ripley. It's kind of, like, flashes. It's, like, its face screaming or whatever, and then, you know. I think
2: that works really well, though, because otherwise you would have just been, like, that's a man. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it is. Y- well, yeah. <laughs> I know. Which is another thing. Yeah. This guy, the guy that, um, Balaji Bajak, um, Baj- Bedejo was a six foot seven student that they put in this suit because it looks like the right size. And he mm. doesn't like his performance in like it's really well done. Oh, all the and practical it stuff yeah.
0: is amazing. Like well, the even, whole, yeah. even the little baby
1: yeah. rat
0: thing that like, comes out as
1: the alien like it's a man in a suit, but it doesn't look like a man in a suit. Even no. in the final confrontation with Ripley, it still does not look mm. like there's a man inside of that, and that's I think a testament to this. And even in Aliens, none of them look like men in suits, no. but they all are. Mm. Yeah, but, and I think the level of this is kind of because it's in the ship for most. Of it, there's not many exterior shots. It wasn't re- as reliant on CG or something like yeah. Star Wars was. Yeah. So it really it does really well to build tension and use practical effects mm. and obviously the alien suit being black in a dark environment yeah it blends so you could make well. it look really good and really scary
3: mm.
1: because imagine if like it was in a well it was like in a ship so like in yeah. star wars white corridors well lit it yeah. would probably look terrible yeah but because it's in a dark ship and it's you know creeping around in the shadows and you kind of see glimpses of it it looks really well and everything about it is done really well to make a good film on a small budget, it only had a budget of eleven million U.S. dollars, and it made two hundred and three.
2: That's so crazy. So they did well, yeah.
1: So they did really well, like
2: they literally.
0: What? Like, wait, is that just in theaters? Yeah. Oh fuck! Wow. That's so it had a two hundred and three point six
1: million. Like yeah, shit. And it was. It had a very long run. Yeah. And in comparison, Aliens. And I don't understand this. Made one hundred and thirty-one point three to one hundred and eighty-three point three million dollars. Oh. Where's the fifty million? Yeah, it wasn't a <laughs> defined number. Yeah. It's somewhere between. It's either like some places said one hundred and thirty-one, other places said one hundred and eighty-three, and some places say somewhere in between. Right. So I couldn't get a exact number for Aliens, but yeah. Alien, yeah, it it was a successful film, mm. and that's why it's kind of gone on to have you know five films come out after it in this series because it was so successful in the first place that, you know, James Cameron came on board to expand on that. And you had David Fincher, you know, it was this whole, and then obviously um, Jean-Pierre, Jean-Pierre... Jeunet? I don't know how to say his last name. But <laughs> that's that always also, one. <laughs> but also Alien Resurrection was scr- written by Josh Whedon mm. and it's the worst one. <laughs>
0: Apparently a lot of his stuff didn't make it into it no it was
1: yeah it was a lot of studio control and different issues in that but i was like yeah the kind of like 86 to 97 is the sequel like the three sequel movies yeah is a pretty short you know that's across 11 years it was eight years i shouldn't even that one seven years from alien to aliens So it was a big gap yeah till the second one was made you know, obviously, James Cameron coming on board. James Cameron's probably one of the most successful
2: Everyone directors of all time. James he
1: had Titanic, is. which was the highest grossing movie of all time, and then brought out Avatar, mm-hmm. which then became the highest grossing movie of all time. And obviously, it's not anymore. But to have
2: two of those number two yeah.
1: and number three now yeah. on the list, like, and have two movies in the space of a decade become the highest. He's a successful director. And it shows in Aliens, he knows what he's doing and he understands. The characters he understands the aliens like he re- it's a really good job, but the one thing I find Aliens feels like Terminator Future. Yeah. Like there's a lot of scenes where I'm like this just really feels like yeah fair enough, and I think it's I just the style, like the pr- I think it's there was a moment with the ship landing on the planet and it's just kind of the miniature on the miniature set. Mm. And it just the greys, the smoke, the look of the ship, it just felt like yeah. a he's scene. Got for, that yeah. s-
2: he's got that signature, that yeah. kind of style. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I suppose it is James Cameron, but it was just a couple of things like that. And, you know, it just wasn't...
3: Was it? Hmm. Yeah.
1: And obviously, what, what year was Terminator 2? 91. 91. So he's mm. off the back of... Well, before, so this is a precursor to... So really, Terminator. Two, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Terminator. Two, I'm saying this looks feels like it's out of Terminator. Two. Really, yeah. Terminator Two feels like it's out of Aliens.
0: Also, he would have been making this when like
1: before Terminator came out, right? Number one, because this was '86. Yeah. Terminator yeah. was. Yeah, but I think it's a. Okay, yeah, I'm in the wrong way around. It's a precursor to what I feel like it comes from, but it kind of set that. And I kind of wanted to. Have you guys seen Prometheus and Alien Covenant? I've, I've seen, seen Prometheus. Oh, perfect There oh. <laughs> we go So knowledge.
2: I actually really liked Prometheus yeah. I don't know what the whole like Fan idea is about mm. it But I genuinely enjoyed it
0: Isn't it the idea that they Like The Xenomorphs were made on purpose Like that's what people yeah, were so, that's what about. I was, yeah.
1: so In this There's a character called Ash In Alien mm. Played by Ian Holm And it gets Revealed Semi through the movie That he's actually An android And then he kind of has a slight malfunction. His
2: beheading in that is phenomenal.
1: (laughs) It's so, The practical effects, like, again, just amazing. Yeah. But the android idea is something that then becomes really important in the prequel series. So obviously we have this, and Ripley then doesn't trust androids. So when we get to Aliens, we have, um, what's his name? Bishop. Played by Lance um, Henriksen. Fantastic mm-hmm. character. And it's revealed really early on that he is also... He's a later model android. Mm-hmm. And Ripley's just like, you know, stay the hell away from me. Like, she's really against it because of what she's just... Because between these two movies, as i, mentioned, I didn't say it before, Ripley's in hypersleep for 57 years. So it's a like, completely different world. Her daughter has died. You know, there's a whole series of things that, like that have changed, and obviously, she has a huge distrust for these androids. But then, at the end of Aliens, Bishop kind of saves the day in a way. Like yeah, Bishop's I, actions I'm are glad they kind of switched that around. Yeah, and made like one of Bishop the becomes crew essentially like the... one of the heroes, like the hero at the end of this film. Like he, you know, him and Ripley together mm. kind of defeat all the aliens and. Yeah, the alien queen, like, rips him in half. But even when he's, uh, like, a severed torso... Yeah,
0: even just to keep him useful and, yeah, like, still he's, Yeah, helping, even like, as a severed a good torso, like, they just he, sa- him yeah, off, but he saves Newt's life. Yeah. Like, she's
1: yeah. about to get sucked out of the airlock and he grabs her. So even, you know, seven and a half, he still saves... Yeah. Like, not destroying the alien, but he saves the little girl, like, Newt's life. Yeah. And it's, like, I think it was a really good flip from the android in the first one. Now, in Prometheus, and I'm going to bring it up because I can't remember the character's name.
2: Played by Michael Fassbender. Yes,
1: Michael Fassbender plays David. And David is an android who essentially isn't on the side of the humans. Mm -hmm.
0: He's kind of like a mix of... Um, Bishop and... Yeah. What's the first one's name?
1: Um, Bishop and... Ash. Yeah. yeah. He, he
0: kind of seems like a kind of...
1: And it's Prometheus both. kind of ex- starts to explain the idea of the engineers. I and mean, we obviously we see an engineer in... Is it Alien? When they're down in the ship and they find the engineer dead.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. They find the engineer dead in the pilot seat. With a chest a hole in his chest right yeah 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 and there's a dead engineer there and it's kind of never really touched like but in Prometheus it, we explore the idea that the engineers kind of it was all experimentation and the aliens were you know created on purpose and one of them is exposed to oh what is it?
2: Just on there,
1: Wikipedia. Um, so this is so Prometheus is set in twenty eighty nine, which is like thirty years three years, thirty three years be, uh, before Alien. But the thing is, from Prometheus to Alien Covenant, the character of David becomes a really important kind of piece because he escapes with, what's her name? Um, Elizabeth Shaw, who's kind of our Mm Ripley-esque character. But he begins experimenting because what we see in Prometheus is a really kind of, It's not at the evolutionary point of the xenomorph that we see in Alien. And he begins experimenting with the eggs and everything. And even he uses Shaw as a guinea pig. And he creates the xenomorph that we know. And it's a really interesting kind of idea. You know, they go to the, like, you know, they go to the engineer's plant. Like it's a whole kind of explaining the backstory and all of this is kind of shown and i think it's a great little and i really want to know what's going to happen in the third i really hope the third one gets made mm. yeah. because in time period wise the third one will be really close to the start of alien
0: yeah um apparently uh david also looks like whoever plays um the ceo of the company ripley works for in oh, Alien, Wayland. yeah, I think he's Wayland. in Alien Three or yeah. Resurrection, yeah. which is. I so could do that, but
1: um, oh, it's touched on because I think I don't know if it's in. Um,
2: because why is he experimenting with them? That, is it because
1: yeah.
2: oh, because it's like for an as a weapon, like an army mm, weapon yeah. or something. Well, that's the thing. Like is people, that like the actual reason or.
1: Well, there's a moment in Aliens where <clears throat> Carter Burke wants to keep an alien alive. So he tries to impregnate Mm. Ripley and um, Newt to get them through quarantine in hypersleep to get an alien back to Earth Mm. to experiment on it. So through this, the whole... The corporations kind of touched upon what's their real intentions, what do they really want? Do they really know? Because they try to shut down Ripley's report Mm. on what actually happened and they lose contact with the colony and they have to go and try and like they go and investigate so does the corporation know and obviously from the events of prometheus and alien covenant we're kind of leaning towards that maybe they do yeah, yeah. and i'm trying to find it here um so peter whalen is the elderly seed C- is the elderly ceo of the whalen corporation and funds an expedition Um, aboard the scientific vessel Prometheus to follow the map to the distant moon LV-223. The crew travels in space while the android David monitors their voyage. So they arrive in December 2093. So that's only 29 years
3: Mm.
1: before aliens. Um, So then... David's working directly for Peter Wayland. So there, there's a direct link between those two. And that's what makes you think what is the actual intention of the corporation? Yeah. Because does Wayland know, or is it something that then becomes after this through David that they then become extremely interested mm. in the xenomorph? I think it's a really interesting idea because sometimes movie prequels, like, pre- well, prequel movies to great movies kind of cloud things and complicate things mm. and kind of ruin an original idea.
0: And I guess to an extent, I, I get why people are mad. Yeah. But like, this watching Aliens last night, I'm like, that it it's like something, like, I don't know, like a Michael Bay type would invent. Like, they'd be like... Oh, it's got, like, Rage Sharp Tail and acid for blood. It's it's like a weapon. Like, yeah. it's yeah. got to be... But
1: what I find really interesting is... Because I haven't watched Alien or Aliens for years. <clears throat> yeah. And I think, like, recently-ish, I'd watched Prometheus and Alien Covenant again. And I think watching those two, and then watching Alien afterwards, it feels like a logical progression mm-hmm. of a story. Mm-hmm. Like... It doesn't feel like this is a really weird... Because, you know, sometimes there'll be, like, an old movie, like Alien. And then something will be made 30 or 40 years later. Or 30 years later, sorry. And then it's, like, this is a really weird... And I think Star Wars is a good example of it. You have the original trilogy and the technology they use. And then you go to the prequel trilogy. and It's, like, why is this so much more advanced than what we've seen? Yeah.
0: I think with Star Wars it kind of makes sense, though.
1: But... In this, the ship design everything feels like in yeah. Prometheus and Alien, it obviously all looks clearer and better, but also, but in, it looks the same design. Yeah. And the technology is a consistent it's, level, like yeah. it doesn't, yeah. it's not like we can, it's now, we're now got better techniques, so we can do these better things. It's like, yeah, but they do the same things better, but it has, you know, because it's before they haven't made anything more advanced, like the ship. Yeah. Feels like like their research vessel, the the bridge of it is really similar to the bridge of the Nostromo. Like nothing looks more advanced. It's yeah. a similar design, you know. Yeah. It makes sense and the ideas planted in these prequel movies with what the aliens really are and the engineers. When you get there then go and watch Alien and you see the engineer in the chair and you see all the eggs. Like this is a really interesting concept to be like, you know, I think it's just it's a good for me personally the two prequels add
2: yeah depth oh 100% they probably yeah uh, like there's not like you were saying there's not a lot of movies made after a series yeah. like a very successful series that you could watch first yeah. and then watch and i think again it's yeah, good
0: i'm definitely more intrigued yeah. now now that i've watched aliens again and um yeah. Like, I saw Covenant ages ago, but mm. like like this is the direction they're going and like you yeah. know, why yeah. not? Like Yeah.
1: And I think it was good because Prometheus and Alien Covenant are both directed by Ridley Scott. Yeah. So and Ridley got, Scott yeah. did Alien. Mm. So I think it's a really good like he knows the movie. Like it's I think it's a good that it's not someone else. Like James Cameron obviously another other than David Fincher and uh Jean Pierre Jeanette did for... Yeah,
0: it's interesting. People are still so upset about it, even though it's the guy doing yeah.
1: it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's the original director back, and, yeah. like, you can't... I mean,
0: well, that's what Lucas did, I guess. So.
1: Yeah. But... I think, yeah, it's just such... For me, a good film series that went good, great, shit, shit, good, good. Mm.
0: And also Alien vs. Predator, so shit, shit. Ga- no,
1: I'm going to come to that soon. Before we
2: start talking about that, should we talk it actually about Ridley? Because yeah. I feel like she well her character really set the standard for women in kind of like an action role. Oh, 100%. Like yeah. especially in 2. Yeah, yeah. I think before that you never would have really gotten anything quite like that. Yeah. Like and I think I read somewhere that when they were doing the castings for these characters, they didn't write them for a specific gender. They just left it open. Yeah, yeah. And they just said, find whoever fits yeah, this I character.
1: Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Like,
2: She nailed it. She's
1: so good in this role. Yeah. And it is so iconic. And it has inspired so many people to follow. Mm. Like, there's... like. Female actors now that got into acting because, because of Sigourney Weaver yeah. in this movie. Like, yeah, she's a she's an icon of Hollywood. Like she is. Like this is such an iconic role, and even people that have never seen a, an alien movie know.
2: Yeah, they who know she who she is,
1: and like you know where she's where. Like you know like where it's from. Yeah, it's just such a great, iconic role of film, like mm. role in film. I should say not role of film. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of want to touch on. I said it before, like the timeline. Yeah. A little bit. I've got it open here. So there was around Prometheus and Alien Covenant, there was a couple of short films that were released. Oh yeah. And oh, they yeah, give and more, even more context. Yeah. To some of the characters from those films and what's actually happening. So the kind of first bit is introducing the next generation, David, which is set in 2078. So it's kind of introducing that model of Android. Mm. And then, um, you get Prometheus set in 2093. You then jump to the alien covenant prologue, um, Meet Walter, who's...
0: Is that Guy Pierce's?
1: No, Walter's it? the second David in Alien Covenant, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It? Yeah. So I haven't seen Covenant, yes.
0: so I'm oh, going to go yeah. watch it now. I, yeah, I really <laughs> loved... So it's they're both played by Michael Fassbender. But yeah. they're different androids. And you get yeah. David
1: 8 and Walter 1, they're different androids, and that becomes really important. At the end of which one's which. And Uh there's
0: like scenes with them together, like just them in a room and it's really good.
1: Because Walter has the ability to heal, like to self-repair. Yeah. Whereas David doesn't. Uh. And it becomes really important later on because there's a moment that David gets, that Walter gets damaged and David gets damaged. But the leads don't realise that it's actually, they don't, it doesn't click that the android's still damaged, mm. so they assume it's Walter because mm. Walter's good,
3: uh. but
1: David's bad. So David kind of becomes a villain in Alien Covenant, like alongside the aliens becomes a villain, is using well, the aliens. Yeah, to, yeah. like he's yeah. the
2: one who's like developing them yeah. to make them more dangerous.
1: <laughs> so yeah, but you gotta get meet Walter, um, and then the last Supper. So these are all set from twenty ninety three to twenty one hundred four, so it kind of fills in the gap. From Prometheus. So what are these? Sorry, just like the little short, short films. Yeah. yeah, I recommend anyone just to go and watch them. Like they're great little just little things. They introduce the character. Like you get introducing the characters for Alien Covenant. So Alien Covenant's set in twenty one oh four. So it's only eighteen years before Alien. So obviously, if we're going to have movie three, it's got to be set somewhere between twenty one oh four and twenty one twenty two. Um, we then get Aliens and Alien 3, both set in 2179.
2: I've never seen Alien 3. What
1: happens? It, it shits on Alien. So like, just don't watch so it? So quick, yeah, no. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll come back. I'll go through okay. a little plot summary of um, okay. the other two in a minute. And then we jump 200 years in the future for Alien Resurrection which is set in 2379. So there's a 200-year gap to Alien 4. Okay. We then also have Alien vs. Predator and Alien vs. Predator Requiem. And they're kind of in this limbo mm. because the Alien vs. Predator movies kind of fit within the law of the Predator movies. Right. So Alien vs. Predator, f- like, doesn't contradict really anything for the Predator movies but contradicts a fair bit for Alien. Yeah. Mm. So it's kind of like they're just... It's just the classic, you know, early 2000s, let's get this monster to fight this monster or whatever. I actually realised Bill
0: Paxton's in both then as well because he's in Predator 2. There you go. Mm. Maybe it's his <laughs> granddad, grandson. I don't know. Granddad, granddad.
1: <laughs> so, um, Alien 3, due to a fire aboard the US... Silico, an escape pod carrying the survivors of the second film, is automatically jettisoned. It crash lands on the refinery such prison planet of Fury, because I'm not going to f- fear or orna, 161, so called Fury, but Ripley is the only one to survive the crash. Unbeknownst to her, an alien facehugger was also aboard the ship. Before long, a full-size alien is let loose in the prison, killing the inmates and staff. Ripley also discovers that there is an alien queen growing inside her and must not only kill the rampaging alien, but also save herself in order to save humanity.
0: So does that happen at some point in Aliens, or is it like it? It must. Right. Like, because I, I knew that happened. I thought that was a thing in Two, like the first time I saw it. But I mm. guess no. did so it happen in the Face Hugger? So well, did that's
2: they what meant. like when did it? So did they literally like escape in Aliens? Yep. Only to yes. for everyone to die.
0: Yes. Well. So well, like everyone except. Ripley.
1: I mean only like three people. Yeah. Escape. Well, the so little girl. Yeah. Um Ripley, um Bishop and um half of Bishop and <laughs> uh, what's Michael Bean's character? Hicks? No, Michael Bean's um Corporal Dwayne.
2: So they went through all of that. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: Just oh, to yeah. die immediately. Yeah.
2: And get impregnated.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then we have Alien Resurrection. So 200 years after the events of the previous film. Several clones of Ripley, including the alien queen she was carrying, are produced. The alien queen is surgically removed from her body as the United Systems military hopes to breed aliens to study on the spaceship USM Auriga, using a human host kidnapped and delivered to them by a group of mercenaries on board a transport ship c- called the Betty. The aliens escape their enclosures while Ripley ate a clone mixed with alien DNA, and the mercenaries attempt to escape and destroy the Origa um, before it reaches Earth. Nah. That's it's genuinely the sh- it's mm. the shittest movie.
2: You can't have an alien human hybrid. Well, sorry. it this looks like Ripley. That's it's so stupid.
1: Yeah. And it's such a weird, weird I might watch it at some point though, if it comes out <laughs> on streaming. Why not? Oh, it's just fucking
0: not good. This is the no. first
1: time I saw on this episode. Terrible, like Yeah.
2: It sounds terrible.
1: For anyone that wants to watch these like I do say, watch three, because it happens straight up. Like it kind of just follows in the events of Aliens, and it's a good to see what happens like with Ripley. And
2: I did like that between one and two. I liked how it was essentially straight up. Yeah. yeah,
1: And Alien Three is then straight up. So yeah, yeah. There's a big time jump, but for Ripley, it's kind of just all happening one after the other after the other. She's yeah. just in yeah. this traumatic period. Like she's just yeah. deals with aliens, hypersleep, wakes up, deals with aliens, hypersleep, wakes up deals with aliens. Like, it's just absolute chaos for her. And then, yeah, so watch those three. Ignore Resurrection. Like, just don't watch it. And then go watch Prometheus and Covenant and watch the short films and stuff in between. So watch the short film before Prometheus. Watch Prometheus. Watch all the Alien Covenant short films, then watch Alien Covenant. And it's funny because Alien Covenant, you get introduced to characters in the short films. So like an Alien Covenant, there's kind of a couple of characters and they just get killed off. And you're like, if you hadn't watched a short film, it's like, uh. Like, it doesn't matter. But if you watch the short films, you'll introduce these characters, you're introduced to, like, different aspects of them. So then when you go and watch the film, you already ha- kind of have depth mm. to some of these characters that isn't given to them in the film. Mm. And it's sort of like, that's the only reason kind of the th- other short films exist, is to kind of introduce you to the characters beforehand. So when yeah, the movie starts... Invested.
0: So you saying go? So you're saying they didn't put enough um, character work into the actual movie, yeah. so they had to make short yeah. films make you care. So
1: they're kind of like, yeah. if you hadn't watched the short... F- so I watched the short films after, because I went and saw Alien Covenant at the movies with my dad and two of his friends, one of which <coughs> listens to this. So Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Remember that, Bob? Woo! <laughs> and um, so I hadn't seen any of these short films before, but then I went and watched them afterwards. And you're like, oh... This adds depth to that character, adds depth to that character. Yeah. And I can't remember if it's Covenant or Prometheus, but it has the best kill by an alien in any of the movies. And there's two people going at it in a shower. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, that's in Covenant. Covenant? Yeah. yeah. Two yeah. people going
1: in a shower and the alien just comes in and kills them. And it's just the greatest. It's just so funny. Like, it's mm. just.
0: That was in the trail, though, and it just not yeah. happen to, like right at the end. I was like, oh, okay.
1: But it's kind of—it's just I think it's kind of like like a snakes on a plane moment. Like you're just doing I, something. I honestly
0: don't even remember it that much. I just snakes rem- on
1: a plane. A dude goes into the toilet in the plane and he's peeing, no, and I, a snake I, I bites I mean, him on the dick, and kills him.
0: I meant the alien one, but yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, it's kind of like it's just one of those moments where it's like something's happening, and then yeah. you're dead. Ma'am. Yeah, it's like the one way like you don't want to be like caught in that position <laughs> and just be killed.
0: Mm. Also Getting they, killed with your pants
1: down. Also, they, yeah. they just yeah.
0: escaped the alien planet. I was yeah, like, oh,
1: was
0: so is now lady. the time.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, they
0: were just. I'd be so paranoid. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, Give I'd be me. like
2: shaking in a corner. Like, Ugh. yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: I'm never gonna be safe again. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I suppose I can go into a couple of facts and stuff about Alien because it's the movie where yes, yeah, Well, one sure. of the two movies we're meant to talk about. We so, might as well. Yeah, it was originally called Star Beast. <clears throat> oh yes. Um,
2: it was based on a um, short movie that um, I can't remember the name for. It, it was like dark something. Um, I am going to find it.
1: Yeah, so Dan O'Bannon, who was drafting the screenplay that would become Alien, um, had a more unusual title at start called Star Beast. He didn't like it, but struggled to find a better replacement until one late night writing session. As he was typing dialogue in which the crew member discussed the alien, that word jumped out at him. He promptly ditched Starbeast for the simpler title, which he loved because it was a noun and an adjective.
2: I think, too, like, alien, if you hadn't seen the movie and you just thought alien, it kind of leaves everything open to the imagination and you just, you don't know what to expect, essentially, which you don't in the movie whatsoever.
1: Um, Ash? The secretly android member of the crew, played by Ian Holm, did not appear in O'Bannon's script. He was invented by the producers. Um, While well, Shushet loved the edition, O'Bannon was less enthusiastic. He complained in the 2003 DVD commentary, if it wasn't in there, what difference does it make? I mean, who gives a rat's ass so nobody is a robot? So, sorry, so somebody is a robot. Like, O'Bannon wasn't cool. Really, because so he wrote, now. yeah, exactly. But like, he kind of wrote the script, and that yeah. character was not there. Mm. Um, it th-
2: makes sense though to have an android on board. Yeah,
1: shit.
0: I, I loved that. Like that was probably yeah. one of the better parts of that movie for me. I was like, holy shit! And
2: they, it was just done. Like if it was done, shit, I would have been like, why did they put it in? Yeah. But, yeah, when you see the insides and all that, that's, that's mm. great. Um, it was based on a science fiction comedy film, Dark Star, that O'Bannon had made, um, but it was more of a comedy and he wanted to do a horror, so that's when he started developing the idea for Alien.
1: Um, cast members regularly passed out on set. So spacesuits, even fake ones, tend to get hot, especially <laughs> when they don't let any air out. Add in set lighting and a summertime production schedule, and you have some truly sweltering conditions. Um, Veronica Cartwright, who <coughs> played Lambert, um, revealed that actors were fainting so regularly that a nurse was kept on standby with oxygen tanks. Oh my God. But the costumes weren't actually updated until kids got involved. For a few perspective shots, Scott put his two sons in spacesuits. They also passed out, which finally forced the crew to modify the costumes. <laughs> That's
3: so rough.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bloody hell. Um,
2: That can't be good for you. No.
1: No. Uh, Um, Ash's innards were made from milk, caviar, pasta and marbles.
2: Love that. What a tasty dish.
1: Um, uh, there's a scene that's cut Um, the movie initially offered a more concrete ending for Ripley's crewmates Dallas and Brett in a deleted scene Ripley encounters them both as she's rushing to the shuttle They've been wrapped mm. in an alien cocoon and only Dallas can make out any words. When it becomes clear to Ripley that they're both beyond saving, she tortures the entire cocoon. Almost everyone involved felt the scene dragged down Ripley's escape. And since the original cut was felt, was well over three hours, it was left out of the final film. This movie goes for an hour and 50 minutes.
0: Really? It's
1: like, yeah, yeah, it's not... Um, hold on. An hour 57. Hmm. So if the original cut is over three hours. What the hell was cut out? It's an hour missing.
2: I'd like to see that. Yeah,
1: I want more. (laughs) I'd watch a three-hour cut of this film. (laughs) Um, A script reader at 20th Century Fox left the note on the Alien script saying, it's like Jaws, only in space. And this helped the film sell... This helped sell the film to the studio when they reconsidered oh it. It's God.
3: literally nothing, <laughs> it's like,
1: like... I hate that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a group of people getting chased by a monster. Yeah. Except it's in space, not in the ocean. Just, um, um, that's... Much of the design work came from a failed adaptation of Dune.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, so I will have Dune, the book, and I really want to read it because apparently it's like... There's a new... The, Original like sci-fi novel.
1: Yeah, and there's new. There's a new series coming out too. Series? I thought it was a movie. Or Wait, a movie? I don't know. Oh, like of like June? Film? Yeah. What, yeah, like this year. Fuck yeah.
2: yeah! Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna read it and then.
1: Yeah. Um, the guts of the facehugger were real. Oh yeah, oh. they were. Um, it was like cow hearts and stomachs and. Like crustaceans. Yeah, and sheep stuff. intestines and all that. It really good. Yeah. Um. The alien doesn't have eyes. Yeah, true. You sure. <laughs> yep. You know, little well, baby, yeah, there's no, no eyes. It's no, just, it wouldn't yeah, be. no eyes. Of that. On the um, baby
2: when yeah. it bursts out, it does.
1: I'm looking b- at a photo of it right now. Show me. <laughs> just turn around. What yeah, there that? you go. Yeah, what yeah. Are those they're not eyes.
2: <laughs> what are they then? <laughs>
1: Where eyes should be.
2: Maybe it's like. It hasn't
0: opened it's, them yet. Yes. Yeah, well, it says... But no, well, I when thought was adapting I, I th- the, the, the full-size de- alien. No, the design
1: for the alien. He decided not to give the alien eyes as it has in his original artwork. He thought it would be more cold, solace, and look without them.
0: To be fair, imagine, like, seeing the actual final xenomorph and it's just got two, like, massive eyes. I okay, reckon just little dumb. eyes would yeah. or, that, that, or,
2: like, that, red little dots that, or that Well,
0: no, Well, that's what I assumed it was, too. But, yeah, no, there's nowhere the eyes
1: would be, hey?
2: It's funny that how your mind, like... Just remembers things that yeah. weren't actually there.
1: Harrison Ford was the initial choice for the role of Dallas, but turned it down because he didn't want another sci-fi movie straight after Star Wars. Yeah, look, <laughs> he was right. like, "No." Yeah, <laughs> um, enough. Veronica Cartwright thought she was cast as Ripley.
2: Oh, the poor darling.
1: Only to like find out she during been filming ca- or? <laughs> only she'd been trying to be cast as Lambert when she showed up for the first day of filming. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Fucking rip <riff. Wait>, <laughs> I don't know how you do that. That
0: that's gotta be like an agent miscommunication, yeah. right? Like Oh well I'm sure she's done yeah. great
1: things since. Um They used her dog to get Jones's cat to react to the alien.
2: That was really good, I thought. Like a really good way to build expense, but then to break it and to like have that like really strong moment of relief.
1: It won the Oscar for best visual effects, best director for Ridley Scott, and best supporting actress for Veronica Cartwright.
2: Oh, there you go. Oh, good on her. Oh,
1: she's <laughs> she's fine. Yeah, she thought she was going to be really, good, but she won an Oscar for being a support, so it's fine. Don't complain. <laughs> Um the uh cha- Ridley Scott changed the ending so the ending was actually shot while in post production mm-hmm. to add that little bit in what part? The Where she's in the, the shuttle on the aliens there, and the she ejects it. All oh, right. The it was just going to be her just leaving. That was it. Yeah.
2: Oh, I thought the original. Oh, the original script I think was that the alien bit her Kills head off. Kills her. Yeah. And then it was imitating her voice to send her last message, but then the studio was like, "No, nah, that's too dark. We need the yeah. hero to win." So, and then you wouldn't have had all these other movies.
1: The British rock band The Who was testing their equipment on a stand stage next door while the alien's egg chamber scene was being filmed and the band lent the filmmakers their blue laser light to use.
2: Oh, that's cool. That's pretty funny. I love the Who.
1: Um, while well, the lifespan of the xenomorph species wasn't fully established in the series at the time, Ridley Scott's alien lives out nearly its entire life during the events of the film. Scott envisioned the species similar to the way insects develop rapidly in stages with high metabolisms but short natural lifespans. By the final confrontation with Ripley on their escape shuttle, um, the alien appears noticeably sluggish and non-aggressive relative to earlier appearances, because it's already in the process of dying a natural death. Uh-huh. That's why it's so slow and it's kind so of uh, yeah, and it's just kind of laying there, just like. Ugh. Mm. Um,
2: That's really interesting. So wait, what did he base it on? Sorry.
1: Insects. Cool. How they like you know. Yeah. And, yeah. like, the whole metamorphosis, like, the different stages. Yeah, like,
2: that's really cool.
1: You know, you're born as one thing, and then you come out of an egg as one thing, and then you go into somewhere else and then appear as mm. something else, and mm. that's kind of, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh, um,
2: the facehugger.
1: <sighs> I think
0: that was, like, my favourite part of two as well, like, <laughs> when they're stuck in the med bay, mm. and the facehuggers are just chasing them around.
2: Yeah. They are terrifying. Yeah. I, uh, uh.
1: <laughs> that's that's um, Ridley Scott sought a woman's perspective when casting Ripley. During casting, Ridley Scott asked several women in the production office to view screen tests for Ripley to get a female perspective on the performance. Overwhelmingly, they were impressed by Sigourney Weaver's screen presence and Weaver's screen test of Ripley's final speech at the end of the film won her the role. Good honour.
2: Good honour. I think yeah, she was just perfect for this.
1: A high school yeah. drama club produced a <laughs> stage adaptation of Alien, and it went viral. <laughs> Sorry. What? And
2: Sigourney Weaver was there for they did a um, another showing of it, and Sigourney Weaver showed up for it.
1: Oh, that's sweet.
2: Yeah, and she like commended them for their <laughs> um, innovation.
1: It even drew praise from Sigourney Weaver, James Cameron, and Ridley Scott who yeah. offered to pay for an encore production. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? There's How a, cool there's is a that? video. I'm going to watch that after. I will link yeah. this video um, below if anyone wants to watch it because... I'm
0: surprised by now Sigourney Weaver isn't like, oh, my God, shut up about Alien. I don't care. I think like, she loves
1: it. Uh, Th- yeah, that's the
0: thing. I, I, I it's just like a Harrison Ford level type thing where people like ask her about what she thinks about Prometheus and she's yeah. like, I uh-uh, fucking know. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Haven't even seen it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so I'm going to move on to facts about aliens. I have a oh, couple. Okay. I've got the spear gun Ripple used at the end of Alien is briefly visible in the opening scenes, still stuck at the bottom of the escape pod door where it jammed 57 years earlier. Yeah, true.
2: That's good. Nice continuity there.
1: Hmm. Um, in both standard and special... Edition versions of the fifteen minute countdown at the end of the film is fifteen minutes. Mm.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I love when they do that. Like even in like yeah, Avengers,
1: any movie that
0: has a countdown time, and it's always longer or shorter. Just, yeah, like, I hate
1: it when you get ten me. seconds and it's like
2: a minute, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. You've
1: yeah, it's done like so much. It's in like that this time. is going to happen in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, and exactly ten minutes oh. pass. I love that. That's yeah. So good. Like it's just thank you. It shits me when it's a longer period of time yeah. because you're like, how are you showing me more than what's happening 10 minutes? Sometimes it's okay when it's shorter yeah. because if you cut out someone running down a corridor, I don't mind. Yeah. yeah. Like if you cut out, you know, 10 seconds here and 10 seconds there of someone going from point A to point B I'm okay with that. No, <laughs> when they pull that off though, that's so Yeah, satisfying. but when it's exactly that mm-hmm. time and you follow the character for that it's it's just a great you know um it took f- between fourteen to sixteen operators to bring to life the alien queen. Mm. Um, the portrait of Ripley's daughter.
0: It's her mum, isn't it? Is yeah
1: Sigourney Weaver's real life mother.
2: That's great.
1: <laughs> um, they could only afford to make six hypersleep capsules for the scene set aboard the um, Sulaco. So clever placement of mirrors and camera angles made it look like there were twelve. Because ah. each hypersleep chamber cost over four thousand three hundred dollars to build. Hmm. What? Well it gotta have it's gotta open. Oh true. So there's a hydraulic yeah. in there that makes that yeah, open. That would be expensive. You'd think, you know?
0: it, you'd think at that point they'd be like, oh no, this made heaps, just here's another yeah, exactly. like twenty grand to well, make it, more capsules.
1: Well, um aliens had a budget of eleven U- eleven million US. Yeah. Aliens I only had eighteen point five. Oh, really? This was oh, made wow. on a budget of eighteen point five. It was way more expensive. Really no.
2: surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Considering it literally made 20 times its budget, like Alien. Well, yeah, exactly. And then they didn't go, Only 10% oh, of that was here. used to oh, make this.
0: Yeah. Here's your profit from Yeah, <laughs> last and it's not time.
2: like there were major actors in no, Alien no. to no. like pay.
1: The word no. fuck is used 25 times in the film. 18 of them are spoken by Hudson. So Bill Paxton <laughs> says fuck 18 out of 25 times in this film.
0: <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's kind of quaint now though compared to like all the Scorsese's like Yeah, literally the highest departed records, had like
2: 280 yeah. something.
0: Yeah, I think Wolf of Wall Street beat it. And that's oh, really? like it's like 300 something.
2: Uh once, it just, it's, it's like, too much. It's
0: like two a minute or something.
2: Yeah, that's ridiculous, honestly.
0: Yeah. I have a couple here while you're looking. Yep. Um, Jeanette Goldstein, who plays Vasquez, uh, the, like, Latina.
2: Oh, yeah, the Marine. Marine, yep. yeah.
0: She plays John Connor's foster mother in Terminator 2.
1: Oh. I mean... Oh, it's James, Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah, Yeah.
0: <laughs> but she looks completely different and white. Isn't...
1: And white. Isn't yeah. Michael B um, Yeah, he's
0: um, Kyle Reese as yeah, well. Yeah, Kyle Reese yeah. in...
1: Yeah.
0: In, um yeah, the first Terminator.
2: No yeah.
0: wonder Terminator feels like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, the car, you know, like, the car they're in and they, like, drive in to, like, bust in and save all the yeah. Marines? Yeah. That's a model. Yeah. I, like, wasn't sure when watching it. But the they were showing that to the producers and they were like, oh my God, what are you doing? You're spending the entire budget. Where's the special effects? And then James Cameron was like, that is the v- visual effect. That's a model. And they were like, oh, very good. Very good, James Cameron. And they immediately Like, it. like oh. <laughs> yeah. It's so good I didn't even realise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are like, um, oh my God, you're spending all this money on set pieces.
1: That's great. Most of the shots where it appears the aliens are crawling through quickly through the tunnels and the air ducts are filled in a vertical shaft, with a camera at the bottom and the alien actor lowered headfirst on I, the cable. I, I did notice one of those. Yeah, because one of like, them...
0: One of them was like super goofy. And I was like...
1: Yeah, one uh, of them... The arms aren't connecting yeah, with the just, outside of the shot. Uh, and it's yeah. just flying down. I'm like, you are falling. <laughs> 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 you are genuinely falling sideways. Like, I was like, yeah, that's... Um, uh, Hudson, so he said the word fuck 18 times. Says the word man 35 times. Although according to, the, like there's a video below, it says it 44. So officially it's mm. 35, but someone went through and counted and it got to 44. Oh. So I don't know.
2: I don't know. Got any more, Nick?
0: I have one more. So when like, all the Marine actors got their armour, James Cameron just said, just customise it, like do whatever you want. And Bill Paxton's character has Heath. On his armour. Oh yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, for years people have been like, oh my god, it's so progressive. Like, he's got a husband named Heath. But at the time, he wanted to put his partner's name, Heather, <gasps> on it. <laughs> but, it but he did it too big. Like, <laughs> and it did a and, and it got ah. cut off at Heath. He was like, oh, well, it's Heath now.
1: <laughs> um, So, the Nostromo from the first one is named after a novel by Joseph Conrad. Mm-hmm. The... So Larco, the ship in Aliens, is the town in that novel.
3: Ah, oh,
2: that's cool.
1: Um, it's
2: such a... No, it, I don't know. It just rolls off the tongue. Miss Thromwell.
1: A lightweight dummy model of Newt was constructed for Sir Weaver to carry around during the scenes just before the Queen chase.
2: Yeah, because that would be heavy.
1: Yeah, you're carrying a, a relatively child. large <laughs> child. Like, she's a tall kid. Yeah. Like, oh, Um... A complicated effect shot, the Marines entering the nest, had already been sh- filmed before James Remmer was replaced by Michael Bean, A reshoot would be too expensive, so the Corporal Hicks seeing with his back towards the camera is still played by James Remar. Hmm.
2: Cool. You. There you go.
1: Um, oh, Bishop states that he can't harm a human, and this is why he places his hand on top of Hudson's during the knife trick. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense But he hits himself
2: What? In the knife Bishop
1: trick Bishop hits himself in the knife trick No, he doesn't No, he doesn't Because that's how Ripley finds out he's an android Because his finger's bleeding
0: Oh, I didn't notice that
1: He nicks his uh, own finger And then he's sucking on the blood And it come, it's white uh, And that's how Ripley that. She's like, you never said there was an android on board Because mm. someone goes, oh, I thought you um, always so, missed or something And he's like, oh, so did I and his oh, fingers, right. bl- like he's, fi- he's got the white blood coming out of his yeah, finger. See, I thought
0: that was the point of it. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: so he, but he actually gets himself and that's right. how oh. Ripley finds out he's an android. Yeah. Because of go. the white blood. And she's like, holy, like that's when she, she freaks, freaks out. out. And the, and like she smashes his like tray away and stuff.
3: Mm. Cool. Um,
2: Should we move on?
1: Yeah. I don't really have anything else, anything else on here. No, James Cameron James Cameron has a cameo in the film in the form of a voiceover in the opening scene featuring a, the deep sour train here is like, bio reads out here in the green. Looks like she's alive. Cool. Um, yeah, no, I kind of got... <coughs> these are all really boring facts, so I'm just going to ignore them.
2: Well, Jacob, would yes. you watch it again?
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> I've seen them both a couple yeah. of times. I definitely watch them again. Yeah. I love them.
0: No, a million times over. Like, yeah. And if they bring out another Prometheus, yeah, I'll watch these again. I might even watch three and four.
1: No I feel like I'm gonna go and watch three and four. Like apparently, Alien
0: vs. Predator is like fun, though. Have like, you not seen them? No.
1: Nah. Oh, I I, I love that. Alien vs. Predator. What's both the, of them. What's they the are so fun. So. I think it's the first one. They discover this like pyramid in mm-hmm. the Arctic or Antarctica. So they go on, and the ten goes in and investigates, and it's got alien eggs in it. So the alien kind of gets loose, but at the same time, the predators arrive in orbit to hunt the aliens because they get it's like something in the te- like in where like the aliens are, triggers a signal. So the predators arrive. So then the predator comes down, and you've got the predator trying to hunt the alien with people in the middle. And at first the Predator is like killing the people as well. And then by the end, he kind of like saves two of them and kills the alien. Okay. And then I've never seen
2: any of the Predator movies either. Like so. hold on. Does that have Arnie in it?
0: Surely not.
1: No, no. 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 So Alien vs. Predator. In 2004, a Predator mothership arrives in Earth orbit to draw humans to an ancient Predator training ground on, whatever, an island 1,000 miles north of Antarctica. <sniffs> a buried pyra- pyramid giving That's off like a heat bloom Australia. attracts... Australia. Hmm. is well, it, it? could be... Oh, yeah, yeah, if you go the other way. Yeah. It's all frozen and stuff, so... Um, a buried pyramid giving off a heat bloom attracts a group of explorers led by billionaire and self-taught engineer Charles Bishop Wayland.
2: Oh, from just...
1: the Weyland... Yeah, from... just from, you know, just... The Whalen Company, casually, you know, um,
2: it's all interconnected. <laughs> yeah,
1: which is what I mean. Like, it kind of fits both, yeah. but not. Yeah. Um, the original founder and CEO of Whalen Industries, you know, from Alien, mm-hmm. <laughs> who unknowingly activates an alien egg um, production line as a hibernating alien queen is awakened within the pyramid. Three predators descend onto the onto the planet and enter the structure, killing all humans in their way with the intention of hunting the newly formed aliens. While the scattered explorers are captured alive by aliens implanted with embryos, two predators die in the ensuing battle with the alien, while the third allies itself with a lone survivor human, Alexa Woods, played by, um, Sina while making their way out of the pyramid and is destroyed by the predator's wrist bomb and eventually does battle with the escaped alien queen on the surface. The queen is defeated and dragged down by a water tower into the dark depths of the frozen sea, but not before she fatally wounds the last predator. The orbiting Predator mothership uncloaks and the crew retrieves the fallen Predator. A a Predator elder gives Lex a spear, a sign of respect, and then departs. Once in orbit, it is revealed that an alien chestbuster was present within the corpse. Thus, the Predalien hybrid is born.
3: Interesting.
1: Alien vs. Predator Requiem set immediately after the events of the previous film, the Predalien hybrid aboard the Predator scout ship... Having predalian. Predalien, yeah. Predalian. That's what it's called. <laughs> um, it's great. It looks so weird. Um, <laughs> hybrid aboard the Predator scout ship, having just separated from the mothership shown in the previous film, has grown to a full-size adult and sets about killing the Predators aboard the ship, causing it to crash into the small town of Gunnison, Colorado. <sighs> the surviving Predator activates a distress beacon containing a video recording of the Predalian, which is received by a veteran Predator on the Predator homeworld who sets off towards Earth to clean up the infestation. When it arrives, the Predator tracks the aliens into a section of sewer below the town. He removes evidence of their presence of their presence, and moves along with corrosive blue liquid and uses a laser net to try and contain the creatures. But the aliens still manage to escape into the town above. The Predator finishes a plasma pistol from the remaining plasma caster and hunts aliens all across town, accidentally cutting the power to the town in the process, during the confrontation with humans, the Predator loses its plasma pistol. The Predator then fights the Predalien single-handedly and the two mortally ruin one another just as the U.S. Air Force drops a tactical nuclear bomb on the town, Holy incinerating shit. both combatants along with the Predalien's warriors and Hive, as well as the few remaining humans in town. The salvaged plasma pistol is then taken to uh, Miss Utani. as the Yutani Federation foreshadowing an advancement in technology leading to the future events of the Alien films. So it's kind of... They're kind of both prequels to Alien. So it's they sort of fit, but...
2: I love that they just solve everything with a nuclear bomb. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just just nuke them.
1: And then, you know, a third film has been variously rumoured since the production of Requiem. In mid-2018, Shane Black, the director of The Predator... Express his belief in a third Alien vs. Predator could still happen, indicating the studio's interest in both franchises. I mean, why not? It's going to make not? money. But also, Pre- Predator
0: now. did horribly, though. Yeah. So.
1: But there you go. That's Alien. Go watch. They're, they're a great time. Like, honestly, mm. <laughs> it's just. They're just fun. Like, it's just yeah. great. They're great movies. I love great both viewing. of them. Yeah. We'll see how we go. <laughs> number yeah, we'll one's see. definitely better than number two.
2: I'm definitely gonna watch Prometheus and Alien Covenant yeah. again. And then that's probably it. Yeah. That's
1: <laughs> fair. Alright, um, so I already answered if I'd watch it again. Yeah, yes. we all did. Yeah, yep. you both did? Yep. I was probably reading and not paying attention. 100%. Well done. Um Kat, what's three things you like, dislike about
2: Really like Ripley's performance. Yep. Um I really liked how it like continuity wise, it just jumped essentially straight into the next movie. There wasn't any like fluffing about or anything, and I I don't I didn't really dislike anything about it. I liked that it was scary, but not like so scary that you couldn't watch it.
1: It would have been scarier at the time, oh, for yeah, sure. But, yeah, yeah.
2: But like, I don't like horror movies at all. But I love this movie. So, yeah. I just, I don't know. I really like
0: it. Yeah. I really love, like, the use of, like, practical effects. Like, there's a couple shoddy parts in, like, Alien. Like, where the little, like, penis rat's, like, scurrying away. <laughs> but, like, other than that, it looks really, penis really rat. good. <laughs>
2: That's what it sorry. is. That's a really good way of describing <laughs> yeah. it, though. You know exactly. Like, if someone said that to you, you'd be like...
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've never sense. thought of it like that. And I can see it coming in John Hurt's chest, and I'm like, "Yeah, it yeah. is just a penis-shaped rat." <laughs> 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 Sorry, carrying on. <laughs>
0: um, I, yeah, and like, <laughs> no. Otherwise, everything else looks amazing. The use of stop motion's great. great. Um, yeah, I know performances are awesome. Uh, a third thing. Think.
1: Sorry, I'm still laughing about penis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I oh, know. I don't really have a third thing. Just kind of what Kat said. Yeah. It
1: just fit really well. Yeah.
0: All together. They're really well paced. Like, yeah. I haven't gotten yep. bored in the first two. We'll
1: see how three <laughs> goes. But excuse me. Yeah, because number two is a lot longer. It's like two hours, like two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, like one thing I like is this. I think it's just the con- the whole concept of the like lifestyle, like the life cycle, sorry, of the alien, like hmm. the face hugger than the chest burst, and like it's all done. Like I mm-hmm. think it's really well done, and obviously, like future films, you see the chest burst more, especially like Prometheus and stuff. There's more like face hugger stuff. Yeah. But in this, I think it's kind of used so well, and in Aliens, with the scene when Ripley's like the face hugger, the two face huggers in the room, like that's yeah a tense moment. Yeah. yeah. And I was kind of. Like, like, for Aliens, what's well, like the 80s. I'm like, it's the 80s. This little girl is going to be fine.
3: Mm.
1: I'm like, mm. the whole time for this movie, I'm like, this little girl is like, the first, like, the first time I watched it, it, was like, the little girl's going <laughs> to live to the end of this because it's the 80s and they're not killing the kid.
2: Yeah. But then that was they made... kill her in the next one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but like, she's not killed on screen. It's between, yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, if that was made now, yeah. like, that kid could just die. Like, there's no, like, yeah. now there'd be no holding back on that. Mm. Whereas, like, in the 80s, like... Yeah, ...you're not killing that kid in that movie. Yeah. Like, this is never going to happen.
2: No. Well, it didn't.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, obviously that. I think... For me... Probably performance-wise... You said Scorning Weaver, but in the second one... Bishop, like... Yeah. Lance Henriksen is just so... His character yeah. is just... Really good. ...fantastic through the whole thing. And... One also, thing I dislike is mm-hmm. Bill Paxton in this.
0: What? I loved him in this. His character got so annoying. I am glad I finally know where that that game over, man, that I never knew that was from this.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah.
0: no, I've heard it a million times. It like and yeah, I finally like it plays at like a laser tag place i've been to when, <laughs> you, when it <laughs> finishes i've heard it so many times i'm like where is that from i thought that was just something like recorded or just like a meme but no it's from this
1: it's from aliens but you know that like by the end it, i was like i can't wait for you to like i like, I can't wait for the scene where you die
0: oh at the start <laughs> i was like oh my god these people all suck yeah I they like, all, all like dying. pretty much
1: everyone except for like everyone except that for, like, dies yeah sucks yeah Yeah. everyone that survives you're like
0: good (laughs) like
1: like like you know the four characters you like make it to the end everyone else deservably dies yeah
3: correct
1: it's like thank you um i guess we can go on to what we've been watching and Mm -hmm. what we're excited for Mm -hmm. um last week i mentioned that directly after record i was going to watch the doctor who series final and I know I've been very vocal and angry about Doctor Who on this podcast. So, for everyone's sake, I'm not going to vent frustrations right now because, oh boy, was I mad. Aww. So, I'm going to skip that because no one needs to hear me rant because rant, I was double the length of this episode for what happened. But everyone, you know, I'm not a happy man right now, but it's okay. It's a TV show and I'll live. <laughs> um, I also watched. Episode two and episode three of the Clone Wars? Yes. That yes. group of like weird clones. The Bad Batch. Yeah. I, I'm getting batch. so sick of them. Yep. I'm like, can thank, we move to the next thank thing, you. please? Thank like, you. the sick, big yeah. brute dude is so painfully annoying. I, yeah, I don't know.
0: I, see, I was just expecting one of them to like die. Like, yeah, just they, something. They just don't belong. Like, like it's a, just like a weird.
1: Other episodes, like, characters get, sh- like, clones get shot. <laughs> In this, no one
0: has died yet. Like in this, this, there's like
1: 60 droids in front of them, shooting, and no one looks like they're ever going to get hit. And they're jumping between the droids and stuff. I'm like, stop. Like it's not what it feels more childish than previous. Because in previous, it's like, oh shit, there's 40 droids there, like cover, and then there's something, you know. Whereas it's kind of like, let's just dance around and knife the droids. See, if they were being
0: ironic with those guys, like, it'd be cool. But they're not. It's dead serious. It's dead serious serious and they're doing stuff. And I'm like, okay, it's been three eps. Can we just move on now? We'll you, play,
1: like, what, one you, more with them, hope, uh, maybe? F- I,
0: None, I hope. they got Echo back. Yeah, so true, so hopefully
1: just, it's moving on to something else Hopefully now.
0: they don't stick around. Like, yeah, I really I, hope not. I don't care. It's like, so painful. How many episodes is this season? I don't know. Oh,
1: God, that's too much. <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just give me, like, more Darth Maul stuff. Cool. Kat, what are you going to say?
2: Well, I just... Between last recording, I watched the full first season of Altered Carbon and I'm like halfway through the second season. Is that good? Holy shit. It is phenomenal. Mm. I tried to watch it when it first came out and only got a couple of episodes in, but then I, yeah, obviously I rewatched it and I got past the first few episodes and like where I kind of didn't know what was happening and it is really, really good. Like... Mm. So far, I'm liking the first season better than the second because I feel like the second is kind of a little bit less – like it's a bit more tame than the first yeah. season, if that makes sense. I feel sense. like I
0: can't take Anthony Mackey seriously.
2: He's actually pretty good in this. Okay. I think it's more just like the general plot yeah. isn't quite as substantial as the first. But it's based on a book series from like the early 2000s, so I really want to read that. Um and, oh, I also watched Spencer Confidential last night. Don't what watch it. It's shit. It's, what is it? It's a new movie on Netflix with Mark uh, Wahlberg in it. It's, <laughs> I've never heard of it. It's It literally came out yesterday. Oh,
0: is that the one with um, the, the guy who plays Mbaku in. I think Black so. P- I saw like, a poster for that. Yeah, I saw it's something shit. on Instagram. It's so bad oh, damn. I like that it. dude.
2: But they set it up for a second, and I'm like, please no. Uh, Just don't submit uh, the world to that. Um, but yeah, Altered Carbon, go watch it. Mm. If you can get through the first few episodes and like kind of keep track with what's happening because it is set in like interstellar future with a lot of new technology. <coughs> so you're like, what the hell's yeah. going on? But yeah, mm. it's really, really good.
1: Oh, one thing I forgot to mention. I haven't updated everyone for a while about me and my girlfriend. We are watching... Well, I've been rewatching uh, and she's been watching one there, so say you broke up. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so I've been right. rewatching and she's been watching all the Marvel movies for the first time. Okay. And on Saturday night, we watched Endgame. Oh. Uh, so, like a week and a half ago, we watched Infinity War and then we did obviously watch Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel.
3: Yeah.
1: So, we watched Infinity War. And obviously, you know, the events at the end of that film and she was just like standing in my kitchen just in shock, just like, What has just happened? Like, what the hell? Like she was just like freaking out, just upset that all like her favourite characters were like dead. Yeah. Oddly, her favourite of everyone's Doctor Strange. That's I her and that. also fair enough. But that's what? her favourite movie. Oh. And I was like, What? How? So that's her favourite one. I fell asleep halfway through it yeah. <laughs> while we were watching it. But like that's her favourite. I mean, I'm like, okay, it's, it's fine. Like, anyway, so we're watching Endgame, and I'm like, you know, because before Infinity War, I was like, you're not prepared for what you're about to watch.
3: Mm.
1: And Then she was like, what the hell? And then I'm like, and then Endgame, I'm like, no, like honestly, you're not prepared for this at all. The Black Widow scene, oh. she was uh. bawling, right? Iron Man bawling. <laughs> and I was like, oh god, <laughs> there was legit a wet patch on my shirt, like a massive circular wet patch on my shirt. From her tears. <laughs> I was like, oh. Aw. And yeah, so, and then because of the events in Infinity War, I didn't not tell her about Far From Home.
3: Mm. Mm.
1: So I was like, oh, you've only got, i like, you like, got three left. Like, it's Ant Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Endgame. And then we finished Endgame, and I was like, I lied to you. And she's like, what? I'm like, there's one more. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, there's Spider Man 2. And she was like, oh my God. <laughs> So, yeah, we've got one more to watch and then we're up to date. I'm like, and then you can come and see Black Widow on the big screen. So, yeah, she's been loving it.
2: I didn't cry when Iron Man died. I was like... I did. Everyone (laughs) knew he was going to die, so I was just Still
1: sad. See,
0: it was like the part that really got me at the end was like old Cap and like just knowing that he got his life that he wanted. Yeah, that that was... was
1: Yeah, I think... So, like, if people... If someone dies in a movie and there's not like a big... Emotional reaction from the people, other like characters Maybe movie, mm. you kind of like, like when Iron Man dies, mm. and everyone's like, oh, That gets to I reckon people being sad about it on screen gets to you more yeah. than the actual yeah. event, yeah. So, like, they're all crying, and then like, you're like, Ugh. Whereas, like, if someone just dies on screen and it's like, See you later, mm. you're like, even if they're a character, like, you're kind of like, Oh, yeah, like, you just move on with the film. So, like,
0: even Black Widow. I didn't find that sad. Oh, like, I, was, I was sad well, about that. Like, yeah. I started crying
2: like, when I knew one of them had to die because I was yeah. like, I love them both, well, so one of them's <laughs> got to go. Well,
0: cause back then, like, like, I think the movie was even confirmed back then, and also like she didn't even get a funeral, so it didn't even. Yeah, I know. Like, I was
1: like, oh, okay. because oh, like sad thinking about it. On in Infinity War, obviously Thanos kills Grimora to get the yeah, s- yeah. soulstone. And then we get to like um, Endgame, and they're both on like Vormir. And she's just kind of like sitting there just watching. And I look at her, and I was like, Have you figured out what's happening?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And she's like, What do you mean? And I was like, What happened in Infinity War? And she's like, Thanos um, threw Gamora off the cliff. And I was like, Yeah. And then she went, oh, no, and, like, it clicked in her head yeah. where, that, like, what was about to happen. She's like, no, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> and she was like, oh, and she, then, yeah, but I think, have you guys seen the deleted scene, the alternate version of that scene? Oh, I've read yes. about it, I yeah. haven't seen it. So I've watched it, and, like, Thanos arrives with, like, Jatari and there's mm. a full, like, fight. Yeah. The scene that's in the movie is definitely the better of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Because the fight sequence it doesn't feel like as. No, as. emotional, yeah. yeah. Much of a
2: sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Did, you, did you see um,
0: Brie Larson put up, like, behind the scenes photos of her in the suit? And she's on Vormir. Like, up on that cliff. Ah. Uh, but right. I don't know what the context was or, like.
2: Well. I think it was just a screen test that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because. She, her role was reduced in Endgame. Yeah, because everyone was from the original thinking script. she was going to come mm. in and just save
2: day. Yeah, because, save the day. well,
1: in the original script, she was in it for most of it. Like, mm. she is in the time travel thing, mm. but they weren't sure because They had to start filming before Captain Marvel yeah, came and they out, would have had no idea and they weren't what sure how it was like. gonna re- how people were gonna react, yeah. yeah, So they reduced her role to something small,
2: yeah. I think that was good though, because she yeah. can't have like this final climactic ending yeah. to a like a decade long, yeah. Um, from a character that was yeah. introduced in the previous yeah. film, yeah, 100%. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But her arrival in that film is just such a cool moment, yeah. yeah. When she so, comes, full, so like the guns just turn up, and everyone's like. What's happening, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do this. You know. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Oh, no, nah. yes. favorite bit. Taking us sort a of full tangent there. Yeah. Favorite,
2: <laughs> favorite bit, though, like I legitimately cheered in the cinema when Cap got Thor's hammer.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, uh, such a good play. Yeah, like,
2: amazing. Literally cheered out loud and people looked at oh, me, people like, Oh, people lost their the shit. Like, I, I, was, I,
0: I saw, it like, knew. The day I, it,
1: I saw it
2: like two weeks after it came out. So I avoided spoilers for
3: two weeks
0: See, and then shit, went dude. and
1: saw it. Two days before it was released, there was five minutes of random footage <laughs> yes. I linked online. Oh,
0: I was living in fear. I, I, yeah. I, I, I watched
1: it. I went, I, went, I went and found it. Oh, oh you, yeah. I Why saw did it you out. Because no, I was like, I don't, for me, things like that. I kind of don't care. Like, but why? Because I, I just wanted no, to
0: know. I, I switched off social nah. media like yeah, a week before yeah. it came out, like before the leaks even happened. So I, I was like, no. I went and
1: found it, I watched it, and I was like, because I had a bet with one of my mates about certain things that would happen in the film.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Like, and as soon as Infinity War like ended, we were walking out of the theater, and I said to him, "Next movie, they're going to go time travel, go back in time, get the stones." But then I said, like, Captain Marvel will use it and undo everything. But I was like, they're going to go through time. Yeah. They're going to get the stones Mm. and the whole movie will be like a romp through previous movies. Mm. And then, like, I watched that five minutes and it was confirmed for me. And I was like, fuck yes. (laughs) And then we came out of the movie and as soon as it ended, we're walking out of the same theatre, walking down the same corridor and I looked at him and he went, don't even say it. And I was like, (laughs) I told you so. <laughs> I
0: was right. So what parts leaked? Like, was there anything, there was like,
1: massive? Thor... I'm sorry, there was Cap catching the hammer.
2: Oh, see, if I would have seen You're that, I would have been idiot. So Iron
1: Man snapping his fingers. That's so that whole sequence... So there's, like, the sequence of, like, um, Thanos clicks, there's nothing there. Then Iron Man, you know, the whole I'm Iron Man click. There's, yeah, the Thor catching the hammer. There was... Sorry, um, Cap catching the hammer. There was Fat Thor. Um, where was he? Some yeah. Oh, yeah a couple just of in US, guys. Yeah. There's yeah. just a couple of random bits, and then those two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow, I can't <gasps> yeah. believe you saw all I that. I went and
1: watched it like I would two have been days so before. But the thing is, I watched that, and I was like, I have to go and see this movie right now. So I got <laughs> even more excited, that- and then I was like, I have to wait forty-eight hours. Mm. I was like, okay.
2: I think I saw one spoiler, and it was like a meme about caps, butt. you know That's,
1: how that, yeah. That yeah. is America's ass. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I ass, and I'm like, dude. He's like, that really is America's ass. It's like, it's your own butt. Stop <laughs> <laughs> so pervert on yourself, you freak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um. Uh, anyway, so I guess we can. Begin to wrap it up.
2: I love the tangent. We just, yes. went I know on.
1: <laughs> it was like a ten-minute tangent too because
0: I yeah. mentioned it. Oh, actually, I've got one thing I've been watching. Okay, so before we wrap up, um, I've been watching. I watched the first two episodes of a show called Mythic Quest: Ravens Banquet. Oh
2: yeah, I've been seeing ads for that. It's, it's, what is that? Is that <laughs> <laughs> it
0: it is. Um, it is starring the dude that plays Mac in Always Sunny. I
1: don't no, know who no that is. Idea. So, yeah. All yeah. right, uh,
0: so. It's basically Silicon Valley-what, sort of. Yeah. It's them, like, it's, like, about a games company. Yeah. Like, making, like, an update. It's like a World of Warcraft ripoff, and it's about them. Like, it's kind of about the games industry and how brutal it is. But, oh. like, it's, I've heard it gets way better, like, yeah. in the fifth episode. So, there's, like, a fifth, like, it's just a standalone episode about, like, the birth and death of, like, a video game made by a couple and they're played by um, Jake Johnson and the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Ah. And it's like, oh, just this really sweet story about like their relationship kind of breaking over like 20, 30 years while they're like, make this game and eventually it gets bigger and bigger and it just crashes in Aww. the end. And, but like the show itself, it's just so like, it's not great. <laughs> but it like uh, it's just from
2: the name I can kind of tell yeah. <laughs>
0: it just reeks of like they're trying to be Silicon Valley but yeah. it's not Silicon that. Valley was unique yes
2: to say the very least
0: but uh, yes that's all I've watched
1: sick I can't remember what it's so called with, at this point
0: with, with Raven's <laughs> <laughs> Quest Mi- or something Mythic Quest Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet
2: yeah a show too that much. has two
0: yes. names it's too much yeah. it's, two, yeah. it's Mythic it's Quest shit. or Raven's yeah anyway there's um, not like, I, I don't know whether it's worth getting Apple TV Plus for it. No. I not have, Does have it, Apple TV yeah, Plus so for free. I don't.
1: Because so I have a student subscription to Apple Music. Uh, and with that, you get Apple TV Plus for free. Maybe you I go. should switch back to Apple Music. So I was like, that's just worth the $6 a month for... Yeah. Because yeah. I've been watching that morning show one. Oh, is that good? okay. I like it.
2: Because I watched the first few episodes with my mom.
0: Yeah, I, See, I, yeah, mean, you, I enjoy you it. You get the first two yeah. episodes of all their series for free. Do you get like anything else, or is it just their, no, it's original, just their original series? series. There's nothing there. No, fuck it's that. not
1: worth the subscription. Which is why we're getting it for free with Apple because I use Apple Music all the time. Yeah, so no, having I'm, it for free with that. I'm, it I'm doesn't not paying bother me. seven dollars yeah. a month. No. for just their shit. Exactly. Um, next week, I picked a movie. Oh, okay. Did you pick an old movie? <laughs> yeah? Good from 1957. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. Twelve Angry Men. Right.
2: Okay, I think I've heard of that.
1: It's an iconic... Haven't seen it.
2: No, I haven't either.
1: Well, you're in for a ride.
2: Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. Should <laughs> <laughs> you bring it because you've seen it already? Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, oh, so... it's on Stan, lovely. There you go. On, yeah, there's heaps of classic ones on Stan. Good. I was the other day, there was so heaps I'm of amazing. i sick there, of renting so. shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so...
3: Email us if you want to. Um,
2: if you've got any suggestions for us, if you want us to talk about something, otherwise you can find us at, on Facebook and Instagram at Watch It Again Podcast. Um, if you write a comment or just anything really, we'll respond. We don't have much going on, so mm. please like write a review or whatever. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify or. Um, iHeartRadio and pod- I was getting there. I don't know
1: if you're going to remember it.
2: I was trying to remember Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I was
1: trying to remember the other one. I was like
2: iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Wherever you're listening to us now, pretty much just find us. Yeah, um, you know where we are. Write us a review. We only accept five stars. Um, we'll read them out, critique them, dig deep into it.
0: Yes, so. we need that user engagement. We know there's a lot of people now. We yeah got the to the
1: people in Brazil and the Netherlands <laughs> and all over America and New Zealand like where hi, are you guys? Say yeah. Something kind. <laughs> yeah. Get in touch we we'll
2: We'd really like to hear from you. We'd like, really like to include genuinely like really you know like a letters
1: sort me. of segment thing where we can you yeah. know read out what you want talk about what you want us to talk about what yeah. you're watching. Yeah, what have yeah. you been watching, Let Bob? us know. <laughs> <laughs> Directly you Bob, what have you been watching? <laughs> Tell me. Same with your daughter. Not in person. Same as your daughter, Emma. Tell me.
0: Don't talk to us in real life. (laughs) No. Anyone.
1: The only way you could ever talk to me again is through this podcast email address.
2: (laughs) But yeah, shoot us a message, please. We'd love to hear from you. All
1: right. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We will see you guys next week. As always, I'm Jacob. I'm Kat. I'm Nick. See you later.
2: Bye.